Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. I hope you're having a great day, maybe enjoying a, a coffee or a cup of tea or whatever. Uh, and I hope this podcast will be a help to you. I appreciate you listening in. Last episode, we looked at the Bible that the Jehovah's Witnesses use and promote, the New World Translation, and we saw numerous problems with it. We didn't dive into every issue, but we looked at a number. And in this episode, we're going to look at what the Jehovah's Witnesses teach about Jesus. Jehovah's Witnesses say that Jesus was created as the Archangel Michael billion of years ago. Michael, Jesus, was allegedly created first, and then he was used by God to create other things in the universe. J.W. has conceded that Jesus is a mighty God, small g, but totally deny he is the mighty God. To support their claim, they point to passages that seem to indicate that Jesus is inferior to the Father. And here's some examples they use. Jesus said, The Father is greater than I in John chapter 14, verse 28. And referred to the Father as my God in John chapter 20, verse 17. They use other scriptures. Uh, and again, the reason is to say that Jesus is not God and should not be worshipped. They really don't like that. Uh, though Michael, Jesus, existed in his pre-human state for billions of years, at the point in time he was born on earth as a human being, ceasing his existence as an angel. So this, what they're saying is this is not the incarnation. This is not an incarnation, making God in the flesh. According to their teaching, Jesus was crucified on a stake. The witnesses teach the cross as a pagan religious symbol the church adopted in the early centuries of Christianity. When Jesus died, he became non-existent and was raised, or they would teach, recreated three days later as a spiritual creature. That is uh, Michael the Archangel. So they teach that a physical resurrection did not occur either. So they might teach that, that, but the Bible does prove Jesus is God Almighty. And I'm not too concerned about what an organization teaches. I'm going to be more concerned about what the Scripture says. Scripture proves many evidences that Jesus was not created as Michael the Archangel. Jesus is definitely not a lesser God, or God than God the Father. And Christ was in God in human flesh. He was incarnated, and Jesus absolutely was physically resurrected from the dead. Jesus is not Michael, Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. The fact that he is one of the chief princes indicates that he's part of that group. We don't know how big that group is. We don't know much about it. But he has equals. He is not unique. Jesus is unique. The name Jesus in John 3.16 means God's one and only Son. Since Jesus is the Son of God and since no angel can ever be called God's Son, Jesus cannot be the Archangel Michael. Jesus is not a lesser God than the Father. Clear evidence for Christ's eternal Sonship is given in the Bible. In John 3.16, For God so loved the world... That he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Christ is represented 
already the Son of God before his birth in Bethlehem. In that verse, Christ, as the Son of God, was sent into the world, and that implies incarnation as well. Scripture provides evidence that Jesus was truly God in human flesh. Let me read you a couple verses of that. Colossians 2, 9. For him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And Jesus fulfilled Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God with us. Not a God with us. God with us us the resurrection of christ i mean that was verified by the disciples in luke chapter 24 verse 39 behold my hands and my feet that it is i myself handle me and see for the spirit have not flesh and bones as ye see me have there's there's a whole bunch of other scriptures we could look at too but christ rose and the resurrected christ by this verse indicates it was not a spirit. Spirit doesn't have hands and feet. All right? Uh, you know, that's just the way it is. It was bodily. Christ, you know, he's showing the disciples, you know, touch, touch where the nails were. I'm here. I'm with you. And the Lord ate after he arose. No spirit is eating. Showing us once again that it was a physical body. Uh, Luke chapter 24 records that event. John chapter 21 records it. Acts 1 refers to it. He was touched by numerous people as well. Mary in John chapter 20 verse 17. And by other women in Matthew chapter 28. Folks, without a doubt, Christ arose. And any teaching opposite of that is unbiblical and it downgrades the person and the work of Jesus Christ. I mean, it really tosses out uh, the salvation. I mean, without a resurrected Lord, how do we have salvation? So I hope that's been a help to you. And let me encourage you to continue uh, studying the Word and see what the Scriptures say. Again, I mentioned last time as I was finishing up the podcast, we're bombarded by all kinds of things, social media, the internet, uh, you know, all kinds of publications come across our path. Let's make sure we know what the Bible says. I'm going to finish up uh, next week or next time uh, the Jehovah's Witness little uh, series we've done by looking at what they teach about salvation and uh, see what errors there are there and there is errors. All right. So uh, take care of yourselves. Keep exploring the word. Keep looking to Jesus. Bye for now.